Welcome to the Faithful Silver Mom podcast, the show where we talk about all the things faith, sobriety, and motherhood. I am so excited and grateful to have you here with me. My name is Courtney Barron, and it is my passion to inspire and empower you to grow beyond who you were and become who you were created to be both inside and outside of motherhood. Now, before we dive into what this podcast is truly all about in the coming episodes, I wanted to take some time with you this week to share a little bit about who I am and what led me to be here with you today. I promise as I share my story with you, there will be insights and key takeaways that you can apply to your own life and experiences. So again, my name is Courtney. I'm an entrepreneur and work from home mom. And aside from our daughter, we also have a very spoiled dog who I accidentally conditioned years ago to beg for treats every time I come into my office. So bear with me and give me some grace if you hear some chaos in the background. I want to be authentic with you. And this is my life. (laughs) So reheat that cup of coffee and join me as I share with you some of the key moments from the last seven and a half years or so that led me to creating this podcast. Welcome to the Faithful Sober Mom podcast, the show where we talk about all the things faith, sobriety, and motherhood. I am your host, Courtney Barron, an entrepreneur and work from home mom with over seven years of sobriety, here to help you take your power back, let go of who you used to be, and step into a life of purpose and meaning so that you can live a life truly free from alcohol while being the amazing, successful mom I know you can be. Join me each week for real, raw, and honest conversations where I share with you valuable tools and resources, practical tips, inspiring insights, and so much more that will leave you feeling uplifted and empowered to take on whatever life throws at you. So grab your favorite coffee, tea, or beverage of choice, non-alcoholic, of course, and let's dive into this week's episode. Hey, Mama, if you've been following me on social, you may already know this, as I have said it a few times before. But these last couple of years have been one of the most confusing, challenging, and emotionally taxing seasons I've had to go through in a very long time. And I definitely know that I'm not alone in this. It honestly has not been easy to navigate, but I truly believe that we are all coming through it stronger than we were before. I know many of you are probably sick and tired of hearing and talking about COVID, but it is an important piece to me being here with you today. So bear with me for just a little bit. Um, For me personally and professionally, 2020 started off strong, but after COVID made its way to central Wisconsin and some of the joys of becoming a mom were practically non-existent, I went through a hard season of regression. My ability to cope with anxiety and stress was already at max capacity from being a high-risk pregnancy. Then with all of the unknowns of COVID and the possible effects that it could have on pregnant women and newborns. My optimism turned into worry, my faith into fear, and I ended up losing sight of what truly mattered most. It wasn't about getting to have a baby shower or not being able to be surrounded by family. While those are some of the joys of becoming a mom, it went much deeper than that for me. What mattered most was the fact that we were actually going to be bringing home our daughter, something we thought might not have been an option for us. And honestly, some days I feel like reality hasn't quite set in (laughs) that we have a three-year-old. Like, do you ever have those moments where you're just looking at that sweet, innocent, most likely sleeping face and ask yourself, like, what happened? I blinked. That's what happened. They truly do grow up fast. And it really is a blessing that I have the opportunity to watch our daughter learn and grow every day as a work-from-home mom. But it's not for the faint of heart. Just when you think you have a good schedule in place and a good flow going, it changes. But we will get more into that in another episode. Um, Anyway, after our daughter was born, on top of the mental and physical exhaustion that already comes with the territory, I ended up having 
some health issues that took an emotional and physical toll on me. At one point, I was diagnosed with chronic mastitis and kept getting referred to numerous doctors who proceeded to tell me that this was normal and ended up being on antibiotics on and off for well over a year. To spare you the details, it most definitely was not normal and finally ended up getting referred to a surgeon who agreed and I underwent a procedure that should have fixed the issue. I was excited to finally get my body back, you know, after creating and feeding a life and felt so disheartened and completely defeated when the issue came right back. It wasn't until around our daughter's first birthday that the fog began to lift and I started kind of feeling like myself again. I was no longer in survival mode by just going through the motions and getting through the day. I started focusing on myself again, doing all of the things I used to do when it came to my personal growth and development that got me this far in my journey. I began working hard behind the scenes to reignite my vision for my business and was in the middle of two big launches, one of them being a form of this podcast and the other being my coaching program. When my family experienced a life-changing traumatic event. I'm not going to lie, this particular event and what transpired in the aftermath legit took me out at the knees. So much so that I lost my voice. I was instantly brought back to the days when I was actively drinking and was made to feel as such by many of those who mattered most to me that all of my work over the years had never existed. This particular event set me back in my business as I strongly believe in being transparent and vulnerable with you. And due to things being wrapped up in the court system, I didn't know how to do that without jeopardizing the case. And even though we are still stuck in limbo, I'm, and I'm (laughs) far from being hundred percent, I'm here and ready to take my power back from the situation and those involved. I am choosing to give it to God and not let it steal anything more from me. My time, my peace, my joy, you name it. Over the years, I've learned that we don't always get a say in what happens in our lives, but we do have control over how we respond to them. Now, some things may be harder than others to navigate, and we truly cannot put a timeline on how long it takes for us to process a situation or to heal. It could take days, weeks, months, or even years, and that is okay, um, so long as we just don't stay there and get stuck there, as long as we keep trying to make progress and put one foot in front of the other. Throughout my healing journey, I've had to process a lot of emotions, which I'm sure I may catch some backlash for this one, but I know there are people out there who will know exactly what I mean when I say that I really don't know which is worse, grieving the loss of someone who has passed away or the loss of someone who is still alive. Like, I feel like it's a double-edged sword either way and really just sucks no matter how you look at it. But if there's one thing I've learned over the years, and it has been one of the hardest things to accept, is that not everyone gets to come along on this journey with us. Throughout this whole experience, I've been reminded of my why. Why I chose my sobriety all them years ago and continue to choose it every day. And that is one thing that no one, and I mean no one, can take from me. But I'm not going to lie, I have felt lost for quite some time now, like something has been missing, that I was lacking purpose outside of just being a mom. 
tired of being back in survival mode, grasping at straws, fighting to keep my head above water and feeling like a failure in all areas of my life, you name it. So this year I've been working on reconnecting with myself and realigning all areas of my life with my faith, asking some of the harder questions surrounding who I am, who I want to be and where I want to be. One of the things that transpired was who I wanted to help and work with in my business. Originally, it was just sober women or women seeking sobriety, except it left out a major part of who I am now and will always be a mom. I contemplated the shift in my business probably longer than I would like to admit. And if I would have been having these conversations with a client, this move would have been an absolute no brainer. But sometimes when we are so close to a situation or we're very passionate about something, we can get tunnel vision and we don't always see the opportunities for growth or the things that are meant for us that God put there for us to just trust him. And I struggled with that as I do not do well with change or feeling like a failure because something did not work out the way I thought it should. I didn't actually make the decision to pivot in my business until after God revealed to me what he was calling me to do through what I like to call a divine appointment, which deserves an entire episode of its own. So trust me when I say that you don't want to miss next week's because I will be sharing with you this total God moment and how he brought it all full circle and literally made me cry in front of a church full of people. It is going to be so good. However, when I do think about it a little bit more, being a mom has been connected with my sobriety and my story from the beginning, not just the last few years, which is why it really should have been an absolute no-brainer. So about a year before I got sober, I had to terminate a non-viable pregnancy, and I ended up going off the deep end. I was heavily self-medicating with alcohol more than I had already been for years, but this time around, I couldn't tell you if there was ever a day I was completely sober, to be honest. I had this looming fear that lingered on even into my sobriety that I would never be able to be a mom and give my child the life I never had. As the one-year anniversary of that loss approached, I blew up my life for the umpteenth time. I ended up placing some very high expectations on myself for something that I had minimal, if not any, control over. And as the years went on, I thought I had come to peace with it. But let me tell you, once I became a mom, those high expectations came flooding back and I struggled. And I mean, struggled with feelings of inadequacy that I was not good enough or doing enough for my daughter, which are valid feelings to have, especially for those of us who grew up uh, with trauma, especially when it comes to a mother and daughter relationship, because we are so focused on giving our children the life we never had that we are almost putting a benchmark on ourselves that we have to live up to each and every day. And on the days where we are falling short and not meeting those high and unrealistic expectations, we instantly go to negative self-talk and shame. I'm a bad mom. I'm not good enough. I'll never be good enough. I'm just like my mom. The list goes on. But the truth is you are not. At the end of the day, you are doing the best that you can, and that is enough. This topic hits near and dear to my heart for obvious reasons, and we will definitely have a conversation more on the guilt and shame that we experience as mothers in another episode. But I want to get back to what today's conversation is about. If you haven't figured it out by now, I'm neurodivergent, so while sometimes I do get slightly off topic, I promise you I do come back to the conversation at hand. Um, But anyway... uh, 
every time I tried to get sober, it was really for the wrong reasons. It wasn't because I wanted to, it was because I had to. I would make it a couple months, then think that I was in a good place and start drinking again. Um, sometimes trying to just fly under the radar when my unresolved issues would resurface and it would be like a vicious, never ending cycle. Uh, This time, though, the outcome was much different. I finally made the decision that something had to give and took back not only the power alcohol had over me in my life, but also the power over me that it gave to others. If you would have asked me early in my sobriety, where do you see yourself in five, six, seven, even eight years? My answer would not have been anywhere near my current reality. Before getting sober, I had this five-year plan all laid out for myself. I was going to graduate college, launch my own marketing business, and build a successful career that would give me the flexibility to work from home when and if I was given another chance at motherhood. And through my sobriety, I've been able to do just that, but not in the way I had planned. I continued to pursue my education and launch my marketing business, went on to become a first-generation college graduate with two degrees, And after graduation, my marketing business started to take off, but by the end of my first full year in business, it was what I felt like at the time, an epic fail. I began questioning everything about myself and fell into the trap of negative self-talk and repeatedly told myself all the lies I used to believe, some being my own and some being the lies of others. And around that time, I ended up having the opportunity to attend Live to Lead, which is an annual simulcast leadership conference that is put on by the John Maxwell company, which I'm almost positive is Christian-based as well. But in one of his keynotes, John Maxwell talked about failures. And one of the takeaways that has stuck with me over the years was stay down and don't get back up until you learn. This couldn't be more true. When faced with adversity, our resilience takes over. Before we ever give ourselves a chance to process the situation, we get knocked down, we get right back up without ever taking inventory to learn and grow from our experiences. So instead of reverting back to my old ways of numbing those thoughts and feelings with alcohol, as tempting as it was, I was able to see that when I created the vision for myself as a successful college graduate and business owner, I didn't have my sobriety or my story to share. I was then able to create a new vision for myself that I wanted to use my background in business and marketing to share my story and bring hope to other women like myself who are struggling with overcoming adversity and addiction. I didn't know what that would look like, but I knew what I wanted to do moving forward. And by the end of the day, Revitalizing Hope was born. I didn't necessarily find all the answers I was looking for, but what I did find was some clarity in that moment in time. And I could only do so by staying down and taking time to process what had happened and how I could move forward. Even though I had this new vision and sense of direction for myself, I still wrestled with the idea of feeling like a failure. However, my mentor at the time taught me that It's not always as much about achieving our goals as it is about who we become along the way. Like, yes, mama, be a goal getter, but don't miss out on the journey and the lessons to be learned while you're working towards achieving those goals. At some point, we'll discuss goal setting on a deeper level, I'm sure. But one thing that I do teach my students is that any goal, whether it be personal or business related, always has to be reevaluated on a regular basis. Our circumstances change, and based on those circumstances, whether they are within our control or not, our goals and destination may also change. And these concepts can still be applied to my life where I am now a few years later. Between becoming a mom in a global pandemic, battling health issues, enduring both emotional and physical trauma, and feeling like a failure yet again in my career and my business, 
I had to allow myself some time, time to heal, time to process, time to grieve. And that's okay. But more importantly, I had to allow myself time to reconnect, reconnect with myself and my faith to process what had happened and how I can move forward. So here I am putting one foot in front of the other And I am so excited not only for the launch of this podcast, but for the new direction of my business as a whole, as it allows me the opportunity to combine my passion for creativity while still allowing me to provide for my family as I continue to heal. If any part of my story resonated with you, the one thing I want you to leave here with today is that you are not alone. I know firsthand that finding your path in life and in motherhood isn't easy, especially when trying to do it sober but I'm here to help support you and show you that there is hope and healing for all of us. So until next time, mama, remember that you are worthy, you are capable, and you are enough. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of The Faithful Sober Mom. If this podcast has resonated with you or helped you in any way, I would love to hear about it. Please consider leaving a review and sharing on social how this podcast has made an impact on your life. And don't forget to tag at Faithful Sober Mom. Doing so will help others just like you find our community so that they too don't have to feel alone in this season. If you would prefer a more private, closed space, I invite you to join our community of support where you can connect with other like-minded women to share your struggles and triumphs in a judgment and shame-free space. I look forward to connecting with you on social. And until next time, remember that you are worthy, capable, and you are enough.